0: But there's no probability set in stone. There's likelihoods, but none of them could come to pass because you have free will every moment of every day. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, I'm Mike Dooley, here to remind you once more that your thoughts become things. And I'm going to do it today by dropping another edition of a week's worth of of spiritual tune-ups. These were broadcasted live this week. My answers to fellow adventurers' questions about life, dreams, and happiness, and each one took five, 10, or 15 minutes. We've sewn them all together for your viewing and listening enjoyment. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, it's Mike Dooley. Happy Monday. Uh, Time to have a spiritual tune-up where I answer your questions Monday through Friday. Today's question, fortune-telling, destiny, creating your future. Mike, I was told by two independent psychics, years apart, that I would never be rich, but I would always have enough. Esoterically, that might sound perfectly fine, but to me, it creates a feeling of limitation and lack. Having enough to me means having enough to pay the basic survival essentials. Only rent, food, bills, just getting by. No resources for improved situation or adventures. Can this be changed or am I locked into some kind of pre-incarnation destiny? Many thanks. Oh my gosh, you were so misled. Um, I have some really great news here. All right. Um, First off. When we choose our lifetimes and everyone without exception chooses their parents, their time of birth, uh, the general environment, we do so with full knowledge of the likely probabilities that will set the stage for our adventure. You know, my parents will be really affectionate or they'll be really absent-minded or they'll be just plain old absent. Um, I'll have uh, leanings towards arts or to sciences or to music. I'll be able to further develop these skills from other incarnations that I want to bring to bear. And I'll be able to focus on some brand new stuff. It's up to you, entirely up to you. It's like picking a vacation when you pick your next lifetime and you pick where your friends go. You've lived with them before. You've learned and loved with them before. And you pick where there's going to be some new folks Uh, and you pick significantly entirely would be better based on the likely probabilities. Okay. Now the probabilities are going to start increasing exponentially for every year that you're alive. By the time you're 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, um, you're gonna have a lot more freedom than in those first months or years, the first decade of your life, because you're gonna be changing and you're gonna be, well, I wanted to go towards the arts, but I can't stand the arts. I really wanna go over here, or I really don't wanna work. I really, uh, whatever. And so as you evolve during that path, you start creating other ideas and you start tuning into other probabilities based on your beliefs, your, your curiosity, your wondering, imagining mind, And so the adventure goes and goes and goes as you learn who you really are, your power and the infinite possibilities that are before you. Now, a really good psychic, and we're all psychic, we're all equally psychic. Some are just more believing in their abilities than others. Or call them a fortune teller if you want. If they're really good, they can tune in to some of your probabilities. But there's no probability set in stone. There's likelihoods, but none of them could come to pass because you have free will every moment of every day. You can change your mind. You know, that's not my favorite color anymore. You're not my favorite person anymore. That's not my favorite interest anymore. That's completely undetectable by a good psychic. They can, however, tune into probabilities. But if they were a good psychic, they would never set you up with a statement like, You're never going to be rich. They're not a good psychic, and nor would anybody emotionally aware ever put something in your mind like that because your thoughts become things, as do mine, as do everyone. That's the ultimate magic wand we all wave, our thoughts, our words, our baby steps. And so you would always kind of share with your client options, insights, possibilities with a reassurance that they can write their own ticket which is the truth. It's not just good business. So the danger is not knowing that. So if you get somebody, maybe like yourself, who puts too much credibility into a, a fortune telling reading, and you get somebody giving that reading, that's not too empathetic, wise, or savvy to reality, uh, and thoughts becoming things, there could be a precarious situation where they might tell you wrong, and you start believing it, and you start thinking about that prophecy, if you will, for weeks, months, years, a whole lifetime. Well, if you're thinking what they gave you that you may not have ever been thinking had they not given it to you, that can change the direction of your life. Here's the really great news. You are so much more inclined to succeed, so much more inclined to find the truth as you now are, as you always suspected. You are so much more inclined to be drawn to a good psychic or a good book. You are so much more inclined to go within and connect some dots. You are so much more inclined to get yourself back on that horse and ride, and have clarity and have conviction, even if it didn't come to you from an outside source like myself. And your thoughts in alignment with truth, and there are absolute truths, That you are of God, by God, pure God, that your thoughts become things, that this is one big love game, that we're all connected, that it's an eternal party. Those are absolutes. Thoughts along those lines, including you living an abundant life with lots of freedom, you finding your groove and being creatively fulfilled, you finding joy, and love, and friendships, and camaraderie, and falling in love with yourself, those kind of thoughts become things really quick. Thoughts of like, well, I might always be poor, no matter who told you. Those are hard to become the things and events of your life, and you can change the direction of your life on a dime. It's so easy. Your your thoughts in alignment with the truth of the magnificence, the beauty, and the abundance that is your birthright are at least as I have said a million times in these spiritual tune-ups 10,000 times more powerful than thoughts that are out of alignment okay just a little bit of positivity even if it's infested with fear and negativity and a bad fortune telling uh, you will rock this place you will blow the lid off of it you are already immersed emerged to ask this question because you knew better even after two highly unqualified fortune tellers gave you some bad insight based on their misunderstanding of the nature of reality. It's just water off of a duck's back. you got nothing to worry about. Free will. Thoughts become things. You can write your own ticket. It is never too late. You are never too old. There's never too much water under the bridge. You are God Almighty come alive in the dream of life, and you decide what you want. And don't believe in destiny, Don't believe that there are spiritual contracts that you can't rewrite on the fly. And don't believe that karma is an absolute law, because that's a joke. Karma is a phenomenon, sure enough. But you can get off of that wheel with new thinking, using free will, by deducing the truth that you are here to thrive. And if you want to create your own fortune, let me round it out with this. Define it. Imagine it. And move with it thy will shall be done the only caveat I ever offer here when it comes to defining it don't be a micromanager do not attach to how the big-picture transformation is going to take place do not attach to the who's do not attach to the who's not even if you're married to them do not attach to the where's do not attach to the when's do not attach to unimportant details but do attach insist and settle for nothing less than joy, financial abundance, health, harmony, camaraderie, expansion, wisdom, understanding. You can have all of that. You, every single person watching right now can live the life of your wildest dreams in peace and harmony, anxiety free, pain free, by choosing to focus on that now as your dream. And choosing to wonder about it and think about it, even if infected with fear and self-doubt, still wonder about it. How's it going to be to to do this and to go there and to have so many friends? I don't know who to call next. Um, And then, so important. Now, I know that you're metaphysical. You get that there's a law of attraction that doesn't take the place of baby steps show up, show up, go dance into the world, be of a free spirit and a glad heart. You are protected, you are guided, you are loved, you are adored, you are almighty, you are powerful. So get out the door. And don't get out the door and do one thing, just the way you would allow the universe to figure out the who's, the how's, the when's, the where's, Um, so will you have a glad heart when it comes to being present in the world. You've programmed the magic with your dreams and your wonder and your visualizations. Now what remains is for you to be available. It doesn't matter what path you go down. What matters is that you go. And I highly recommend diversification. Don't be like, the universe loves me, thoughts become things. This book will be a bestseller. Hey, it might be your second book. Or it might be your other skills that make your soul sing. Don't attach to one path and say, well, I'm doing all I can. You're not doing all you can. Go out and live your life. Follow your heart. Do stuff in the direction of your dreams. If, if it seems like, well, I've done that, Mike, and nothing's happened. This feels like my lot in life. This feels like my destiny. Number one, there's always room for a little more patience. It always seems like it's taking forever. It always seems like it's not working until it works and you're like, damn, that was fast. And number two, Back to diversification. If you want wealth and abundance, do something about wealth and abundance. Sure, buy a lottery ticket, one a week maximum, that's all you need to win. But move towards getting a higher paycheck, move towards starting your own business, move towards both simultaneously, move towards writing a book, move towards opening up a website and delivering a course. Continue to take a variety of different actions towards that ultimate desire for transformation that you have in terms of abundance or anywhere else. It always works. Bo, fellow adventurers, it's Mike Dooley. Time for a spiritual tune-up and this topic is taking action. This question comes in a lot and actually there's a ton of confusion about baby steps, massive action, inspired action. Mike, how to know what action steps to take? How do we know we are taking aligned action? What does inspired action mean? What are baby steps versus a full-out sprint? Okay, so here's the deal. When you understand metaphysics, when you begin to understand metaphysics, there's a, there's a tendency to think that the universe is going to do everything for you, all the heavy lifting. And in many ways, that's right. But that doesn't mean that we can sit on the sidelines and just wait. Uh, instead, once we've put the thought out there, The manifestation is being pressed to us. The heavy lifting there is being done. But we need to show up in alignment. Alignment meaning our behavior needs to imply that the ship of our dreams is about to arrive. So get ready. Get ready for arrival. Get ready for the imminent, inevitable manifestation that's about to take place. And that energy will put you in congruence and in a believing state that you will receive. It is not so important what you do as it is important that you do it. Doing anything is inevitably better than doing nothing. Because if you're doing nothing, you're contradicting yourself. I want to go here. I want to go there. Let's get it on. It's like if you're not showing up, the universe can't show up. But when you show up, as I recently said, with one baby step, the universe takes 10,000. You take a second baby step, now the universe is taking 20,000. You take a third, 30,000 baby steps. You stop, the universe stops. Don't ever stop. The reason we stop, though, is we wonder if we're doing it right. Am I self-sabotaging? Am I getting in my own way? Is this the bus or the boat or the train I should take? Or maybe I should wait till something better comes along because I believe I'm worthy and the universe adores me. And we get into a state of paralysis. Any action is awesome action. And it doesn't matter what you do. Have your dream, champagne, caviar, health and healing, friends and laughter, uh, cooperation and service, whatever you want, and then show up, show up, show up, and do not show up insisting that the path you're on be the path you arrive on. How many times does that happen in a journey in the real world? How many times do you start out in your car, GPS tracking, on the same road that's going to deliver you? Almost never. It can happen. But almost never is the road you arrive on the same road as the one you departed on. Which means you're going to start out on the wrong road. You will start out on the wrong road. But it'll be the right road to get you to this road, to that road, to the street, and ultimately to your final destination. Because you are moving, guidance is forthcoming. The two big mistakes I see in living deliberately, creating consciously. Number one, people don't take action. Nothing. Wait. Number two, they insist and demand that the path they're on, burn your bridges, be the path they arrive on. Go with a glad heart. Go with an open heart go with the realization that as every day peels away, there are new players, new possibilities, new potential for a best friend, business partner, travel partner, client, customer, whatever. People change their mind like you change your mind. And every single day, the universe GPS is going, let me interview everyone else again. Let me interview everyone else again. And so the path that you start out on may have been meant to take you the Western angle But midway through the journey, for reasons you can't see with your physical senses, it's got to be the eastern or other angle. Whatever I opposite said of whatever. The opposite of whatever I said first. So do not attach. Do not insist on the path. While you will insist and attach for the transformation, the big dream, wealth and abundance, friends and laughter, health and harmony, and all that stuff. It's really easy. Your intention is going to be what saves the day. Your intention is to get out there and be transformed, to go out there and be wowed. What matters not, what matters less, is the road you're on. Just show up, show up. Be prepared to change horses. Be prepared to take two steps backwards. Do not insist on the path, only insist on the destination. And when you understand this, you can finally, at long last, begin enjoying the journey that they have been telling you to enjoy from the beginning. That it's not the destination, it's the journey. And you can do this with the greatest of ease when you realize you're not alone. And that for every step you take, number one, it can't be wrong. And number two, it unleashes a 10,000 10, more steps on the universe's behalf. So, all action is inspired when there's an openness about it. All action is in alignment when you're doing the best you can to move in the direction of your desired transformation. You can't get this wrong, okay? You can't get it wrong. There's a ton of wiggle room if you do get it wrong. Jumbo fellow adventurers, it's Mike Dooley. Time for a spiritual tune-up on this hump day. Thanks so much for the questions you post. Special shout out to the Infinite Possibility members, your questions get top priority. All right, when things just don't change. I got a number of questions along these lines. They're always kind of you know pull at my heart and I'm sure at the heartstrings of those watching and those who pose the questions. Mike, I've been visualizing my end result for the past few years. I felt inspired to take action on many occasions and felt aligned with my dreams. I have set up businesses written a book created online programs all i have all have come to nothing apart from lost money and feeling of i just don't know what to do next another question unrelated mike how can i break through the despair that i feel when every day my body reminds me i am unable to manifest the health that i want i have taken many baby steps including going down the route of western medicine and eastern philosophy but my symptoms Persist. Hence, the condensed question: When things just don't change? All right, I- I'm there with you. Okay, you're not alone. Thank you for reaching out. That you reached out. Uh, your transformation is inevitable. It's just a matter of time. But let's just go along with you and say that, according to your worldview right now, according to your worldview, mine's going to be a little bit different. But we can go with yours. Um. Let's just say, as you claim, nothing is changing. Nothing. Really and truly, in your case, nothing is changing. Okay, the walls are closing in. All right, I'm going to go there with you. Two thoughts. Consider. Just consider. Hypothetically, for the time being, maybe there's more to learn where you now are. there is in where you want to go just hypothetically okay maybe there's more to learn where you are and instead of the resisting the resisting the denial the denial the angst the frustration the fear the anger maybe maybe just be there just be there every single day just be there To the best of your ability, be there. To the best of your ability, open your mind. To the best of your ability, ask new questions. And just be there like it was meant to be, okay? This is just the hypothetical approach, assuming things aren't changing. And I really mean uh, these two suggestions with all of my heart and soul. Number one, just be there, just surrender, okay? Nothing is forever, you know that. But for now, for as long as you can imagine, Just be there, okay, until life pulls you free from it. Number two, challenge yourself to be happy in spite of it. Challenge yourself to be happy in spite of nothing changing, in spite of the business didn't take off, in spite of you being in physical pain um, and your body not healing the way you want it to be. Challenge yourself to be happy. You got a friend? You got a couple of friends. I bet you got a lot of friends, right? You got other things to do that are not income oriented. You got other things to do that, that, that please you or make your heart sing, go out into nature, go for a walk, spend 10 minutes in the sunshine. Um, what if you were tasked with being happy today, just for a little while, just as things are with nothing changing. I know you could do this. This would give you roots, traction, and ultimately realizations that will change everything. But we're not doing it to change everything. We're doing it to just to be where we are and to find happiness anyway. And I know that you're capable of, do, capable of doing this, even if it's reading a book or watching a movie or, or something like that. Excuse me. what? Okay. The second approach, okay, now we're not going to say that nothing is changing. Uh, The reality is, and this doesn't change the approach I just gave you, but the reality is for greater, more forward, deeper level thinking and analysis that might bring you joy in the moment as you stop resisting, things never stop changing. They never stop changing. And the miracles like the best of the best of circumstances on earth, they're always invisible until long after a dream comes true, or at least certainly until a dream comes true. So whether the dream is going to come true of success as an entrepreneur or pain-free living might be two weeks, two months, two years away, you're not going to know that things were changing miraculously on your behalf at the earliest on the day that you're healed or that your business starts flying. Okay. So the miracles are invisible, but that does not mean they're not happening. As I always reference my GPS analogy, you're driving to a place you've never been to. At what point in the journey do you know that every direction you took was perfect, spot on a miracle? Not until you arrive. Everything's weird, looks weird, alien. Never been there before in your whole life. Definitely not what you programmed into your destination. Weird. Everything's weird until you arrive, and then you see the perfection. So, in the middle of a GPS journey, if you're like, this is weird, I'm still in pain, my business hasn't taken off, you're only throwing the anchor out the window. You're like, you're saying to the system, you're not working, even as it was working. So, just realize that every day your vibrations are rising and you're seeing from a higher perspective. That doesn't mean you're healed or that you're now an entrepreneur, but every day things are changing, particularly when you stop resisting and you start finding happiness anyway. And this is going to further facilitate your arrival instead of prevent your arrival when you're announcing to the universe it's not working, nothing I do works, it's just lost money, it's just wasted time. The universe is like, Why are you telling me this? Because you had me on the case and it's all coming together flawlessly. Patience. And drawing from my own life, I can think there's never been a time when I wanted transformation that it happened fast. In fact, in every single instance of me thinking back just now of wanting transformation, I was a total failure at getting what I wanted until... I got what I wanted. And then it's like, oh, that didn't take long, oh, that was worth the wait. Every single time, as a boy playing competitive tennis, the kids at the club were like so amazing. They could pow, 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 pow. And I was just like, I missed the ball. I would go to the backboard. I remember crying to my mother as probably a 12-year-old boy, why can't I play tennis like those kids? And those kids were so good, but mom reminded me they played for years. I don't know what day it was. In my young life that I went from sucky tennis player to great tennis player, but that day came and it was, it worked, but it was not something I could put my finger on. And it took a couple of years before I could beat them. It did happen, even though I thought it wasn't happening, even though I was negative. So even though you asked this question, your, your success is still inevitable. That's how inclined you are to succeed. When it came to meeting girls, it was like the most alien thing on planet Earth. When I was in the same age group, 12, 14, 16, oh boy, was I a late bloomer. And uh, it's like, how could I ever talk to them? What would it, how would it ever seem natural when there's that interest and you want to? Um... Who would have thought I would become this Casanova that I am? Okay, ha ha ha! Took forever, okay, but it happened. And then when it happens, you're like, oh, you know, no big deal. It was worth it. Oh, it was just you know the the normal, the normal slow transition that you that is worth it once you arrive. Um, Being a good accountant, I was the worst accountant on planet Earth. If they ranked accountants, I'd be like last. Uh, it was Greek, it was Chinese, it was this. It was not math. I like math, accounting is not math, it's like a language. But you stay with it. You do the best you can with what you've got, even though nothing is working, and then one day it's working. It's just working. I'm such a good accountant right now, I I don't know how I, I can do this and be a, a metaphysicist at the same time. Um, Succeeding as an entrepreneur selling t-shirts with my mother and brother. For years, we were like in the red. And then we were millionaires. Okay, Succeeding as a writer. I had no idea what to do. My life was a shambles. I was 40 years old. Everything was bad until everything was good. It took a couple of years, but then it just got great. And you can do this in your own life. It takes forever during which you're sure it's not working. You feel like you're going in reverse. And then when you make it, you're like... Oh Yeah. Um, now, many of you might be thinking, okay, Mike, those examples, you know, in all of them, it took you a, a couple of years. No, there's examples where confidence or, or true wealth, I mean, real wealth, took way longer than two years, took decades. And it's like, yeah, but it happened. And I got busy doing other things. And I wasn't in a state of nonstop resistance. And I wasn't in a state of denial that it was working. Actually, I was and it still worked. So give these things time, things are changing. Your premise needs to be, it's working, things are changing. Every day I get closer, every day it gets easier. In the meantime, stop with the incessant resistance and find happiness anyway, because it's within you. Might not be in the realm of health, might not be in the realm of entrepreneurship, but in other realms, find some peace, even reading a book. Isn't what you want? Health, being an entrepreneur, a travel partner, everybody, what is it you want? Isn't what you want worth the wait? Hell to the yes. And just because you're waiting without a light at the end of the tunnel doesn't mean it's not coming. It's coming and when you stay in the game, you will see this as you have in the past in your life. Stay the course, patience, persistence, Hold on to the dream. Keep showing up. Knock on doors. Take baby steps. Never settle for less. <laughs> Thanks for the kind comments on my health. It's just the weather in Florida. It's cold. It's warm. It's hot. It's sweltering. It's cold. Uh, it's just like allergy symptoms. I feel fantastic. Thank you very much for letting me answer your questions. tally amigos. Have a great uh, hump day here. Who do we have? Monica, welcome. Lauren, so glad you're here. Richard, brother. All right. And on Instagram, Nihal, Suki. Oh boy, some great names here. Takayo, Rita, so glad. Ariel, have a happy, happy Wednesday. See ya, manana. And check out the link below or above the video on my Facebook or swipe up on Instagram because I'm doing an adventure with Pam Grout. It's going to be fun squared, fun cubed, fun through the roof. I'm telling you, this is going to be a really cool 21-day adventure. Please just check it out. It's a price you choose. Tally amigos. Hasta pronto. Jumbo fellow adventurers, it's Mike Dooley time for a spiritual tune up on this hump day. Thanks so much for the questions you post. Special shout out to the Infinite Possibility members. Your questions get top priority. All right. When things just don't change. I got a number of questions along these lines. They're always kind of, you know, pull at my heart and I'm sure at the heartstrings of those watching and those who pose the questions. Mike, I've been visualizing my end result for the past few years. I felt inspired to take action on many occasions and felt aligned with my dreams. I have set up businesses, written a book, created online programs. All I have, all have come to nothing apart from lost money and feeling of I just don't know what to do next. Another question, unrelated, Mike, how can I break through the despair that I feel when every day my body reminds me I am unable to manifest the health that I want? I have taken many baby steps, including going down the route of Western medicine and Eastern philosophy, but my symptoms persist. Hence the condensed question, when things just don't change. All right, I'm there with you, okay? You're not alone. Thank you for reaching out, that you reached out. Uh, Your transformation is inevitable. It's just a matter of time. But let's just go along with you and say that according to your worldview right now, according to your worldview, mine's gonna be a little bit different, but we can go with yours. Um, Let's just say, as you claim, nothing is changing. Nothing, really and truly, in your case, nothing is changing, okay? The walls are closing in. All right, I'm going to go there with you. Two thoughts. Consider, just consider, hypothetically, for the time being, maybe there's more to learn where you now are than there is in where you want to go. Just hypothetically, okay? Maybe there's more to learn where you are. And instead of the resisting, the resisting, the denial, the denial, the angst, the frustration, the fear, the anger, maybe, maybe just be there. Just be there. Every single day, just be there. To the best of your ability, be there. To the best of your ability, open your mind. To the best of your ability, ask new questions. And just be there like it was meant to be. Okay. This is just the hypothetical approach, assuming things aren't changing. And I really mean uh, these two suggestions with all of my heart and soul. Number one, just be there. Just surrender. Okay. Nothing is forever. You know that. But for now, for as long as you can imagine, just be there. Okay. Until life pulls you free from it. Number two, Challenge yourself to be happy in spite of it. Challenge yourself to be happy in spite of nothing changing, in spite of the business didn't take off, in spite of you being in physical pain um, and your body not healing the way you want it to be. Challenge yourself to be happy. You got a friend? You got a couple of friends. I bet you got a lot of friends, right? You you got other things to do that are not income-oriented. You got other things to do that... that that please you or make your heart sing go out into nature go for a walk spend 10 minutes in the sunshine um what if you were tasked with being happy today just for a little while just as things are with nothing changing i know you could do this this would give you roots traction and ultimately realizations that will change everything. But we're not doing it to change everything. We're doing it to, just to be where we are and to find happiness anyway. And I know that you're capable of, capable of doing this, even if it's reading a book or watching a movie or, or something like that. The second approach, okay? Now we're not going to say that nothing is changing. Uh, the reality is, and this doesn't change the approach I just gave you, but the reality is for greater, more forward, deeper level thinking and analysis that might bring you joy in the moment as you stop resisting, things never stop changing. They never stop changing. And the miracles, like the best of the best of circumstances on earth, they're always invisible until long after a dream comes true, or at least certainly until a dream comes true. So whether the dream is going to come true of, success as an entrepreneur or pain-free living might be two weeks, two months, two years away, you're not going to know that things were changing miraculously on your behalf at the earliest on the day that you're healed or that your business starts flying. Okay, so the miracles are invisible, but that does not mean they're not happening. As I always reference my GPS analogy, you're driving to a place you've never been to. At what point in the journey do you know that every direction you took was perfect, spot on, a miracle? Not until you arrive. Everything's weird, looks weird, alien. Never been there before in your whole life. Definitely not. What you programmed into your destination, weird. Everything's weird until you arrive and then you see the perfection. So in the middle of a GPS journey, if you're like, this is weird, I'm still in pain. My business hasn't taken off. You're only throwing the anchor out the window. You're like, you're saying to the system, you're not working even as it was working. So just realize that every day your vibrations are rising and you're seeing from a higher perspective. That doesn't mean you're healed or that you're now an entrepreneur, but every day things are changing, particularly when you stop resisting and you start finding happiness anyway. And this is going to further facilitate your arrival instead of prevent your arrival when you're announcing to the universe it's not working, nothing I do works, it's just lost money, it's just wasted time. The universe is like... Why are you telling me this? Because you had me on the case and it's all coming together flawlessly. Patience. And drawing from my own life, I can think there's never been a time when I wanted transformation that it happened fast. In fact, in every single instance of me thinking back just now of wanting transformation, I was a total failure at getting what I wanted until... I got what I wanted. And then it's like, oh, that didn't take long, oh, that was worth the wait. Every single time, as a boy playing competitive tennis, the kids at the club were like so amazing. They could pow, 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 pow. And I was just like, I missed the ball. I would go to the backboard. I remember crying to my mother as probably a 12-year-old boy, why can't I play tennis like those kids? And those kids were so good, but mom reminded me they played for years. I don't know what day it was. In my young life that I went from sucky tennis player to great tennis player, but that day came and it was, it worked, but it was not something I could put my finger on. And it took a couple of years before I could beat them. It did happen, even though I thought it wasn't happening, even though I was negative. So even though you asked this question, your, your success is still inevitable. That's how inclined you are to succeed. When it came to meeting girls, it was like the most alien thing on planet Earth. When I was in the same age group, 12, 14, 16, oh boy, was I a late bloomer. And uh, it's like, how could I ever talk to them? What would it, how would it ever seem natural when there's that interest and you want to? Um... Who would have thought I would become this Casanova that I am? Okay, ha ha ha! Took forever, okay, but it happened. And then when it happens, you're like, oh, you know, no big deal. It was worth it. Oh, it was just you know the the normal, the normal slow transition that you that is worth it once you arrive. Um, Being a good accountant, I was the worst accountant on planet Earth. If they ranked accountants, I'd be like last. Uh, it was Greek, it was Chinese, it was this, it was not math. I like math. Accounting is not math, it's like a language. But you stay with it. You do the best you can with what you've got, even though nothing is working. And then one day it's working. It's just working. I'm such a good accountant right now. I I don't know how I, I can do this and be a, a metaphysicist physicist at the same time. Um Succeeding as an entrepreneur, selling t-shirts with my mother and brother. For years, we were like in the red. And then we were millionaires. Okay, Succeeding as a writer. I had no idea what to do. My life was a shambles. I was 40 years old. Everything was bad until everything was good. It took a couple of years, but then it just got great. And you can do this in your own life. It takes forever during which you're sure it's not working. You feel like you're going in reverse. And then when you make it, you're like... Oh Yeah. Um, now, many of you might be thinking, OK, Mike, those examples, you know, in all of them, it took you uh, a couple of years. No, there's examples where confidence or, or true wealth. I mean, real wealth took way longer than two years, took decades. And it's like, yeah, but it happened. And I got busy doing other things. And I wasn't in a state of nonstop resistance. And I wasn't in a state of denial that it was working. Actually, I was and it still worked. So give these things time. Things are changing. Your premise needs to be, it's working. Things are changing. Every day I get closer, every day it gets easier. In the meantime, stop with the incessant resistance and find happiness anyway, because it's within you. Might not be in the realm of health. Might not be in the realm of entrepreneurship. But in other realms, find some peace, even reading a book. Isn't what you want, health, being an entrepreneur, a travel partner, everybody, what is it you want? Isn't what you want worth the wait? Hell to the yes. And just because you're waiting without a light at the end of the tunnel doesn't mean it's not coming. It's coming, and when you stay in the game, you will see this as you have in the past in your life. Stay the course. Patience, persistence. Hold on to the dream. Keep showing up. Knock on doors. Take baby steps. Never settle for less. John Bo, fellow adventurers, it's Mike Dooley. Time for a spiritual tune-up. Thanks for the great questions you post, especially... Thanks to my Infinite Possibility members. Find out more at tut.com. Great question today, and one that I have wrestled with in uh, my journey. Shouldn't the correct path be the easy path? Mike, when I watched the movie, The Secret, I learned that if a pathway to a dream was not pleasant, do not take it. But if I follow the way of the universe, the path will be happy and pleasant. So the secret teaches. Follow the path of least resistance and everything's going to be okay. So Mike, what should I do if I don't know the way and what I've been doing has failing and it's not something that gives a pleasant feeling? Thanks a ton. Thank you a ton. Um, Okay, semantics and words, as I've shared, they slip and utterly fail when dressed up to truth. Truth can't be contained by mere words. We do the best we can and we do really, really well. But here, the word easy. What does the word easy mean? It can mean so many things. Honestly, I don't remember literally if the word easy was used in the secret. Look for the easy way. But I know the sentiment that was being conveyed and the sentiment being conveyed, whether or not that word is appropriate is totally debatable, is the, the ideal way should feel right. It should be, in the scheme of things, a joy. That doesn't mean there won't be pinches. That doesn't mean there won't be fear that doesn't mean your buttons won't be pressed. The ideal path for the life of your dreams and getting there as quick as possible might be bumpy, scary, and at times unpleasant, but overall will be a pathway that feels right. Let me give you an example. 22 years ago, I'm starting my life all over again. I'm reinventing myself. I had just turned 40 years old, so 21 years ago and I really didn't know what to do next, but I have always felt I have something to say. However arrogant that might seem, I felt like I had a uh, an angle on reality and I've had it my entire life since early teenage years, uh, wondering about the nature of reality, time, illusions, God, devil, hell, purpose, point, um, and, and in my journeys, you know, that which you seek is one with you and you draw the answers that you're looking for. And literally, um, I started attracting the answers. And my life is less about solving mysteries mysteries than it is about um, living what I have discovered, you know, being the light, being the example, you know, acting like I'm a divine otter of the universe. Okay. A little bit of a a, a tangent there, but come 40 years old, I'm reinventing. I don't know what to do, except I have this one passionate, blissful area of wanting to speak and share on the nature of reality, mostly up until that time to friends uh, and family. And that was it, you know, put me in front of an audience and I would faint. I would be so scared and so nervous. So when it came to figure out How do I get my life to take off at 40 years old and make a living and make money? It made sense and felt right to deal with my irrational fear of speaking. It was an intense fear. It was nauseating. Yet that was the path among several others that I tried out. It felt right but that doesn't mean it was easy. And I, again, I don't know if the word easy was used in the secret. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, but sometimes the right path might not feel easy to everyone, but yet you will know logically and in your heart that there's something there. I just know that there's something there. And as I faced my fears, taking action breeds clarity. I realized I could put together a good presentation. I realized people didn't care if I was petrified. I realized I wasn't going to faint and it got easier and easier over years. It took years and years and years. I was a member of Toastmasters for seven years. I was doing world tours and I was still coming back to my Toastmasters class and giving seven minute speeches because I wanted to be better and I knew I could be better and I wanted to tell a good story uh, inject humor into my talks and all those things you that, that we can stand to learn. So that's my story. I knew the path. It was the right path. The universe showered me with signs and uh, abundance and joy as I went down that path. But it was not easy. And I don't think easy in that sense is what was meant by the secret. Now, here's another dilemma and you hinted at it in your question uh, and i hinted at it in my answer you know if we all knew exactly the ideal path oh my gosh the life would be just like too easy okay we didn't sign up for too easy we signed up for adventure and that means there might be interludes in any life at any age where we really just don't know what to do next it's not that there's not an easy path. We just don't even know what we want to do anymore. We don't even know what we care about anymore. We've messed with the hows and the shoulds and the whys and the whos and the whens So often we don't know what to do next, much less what's easier or what. much less what my spirit is trying to whisper into my ear. We have no flipping idea. Well, there, there's a workaround for this, and I think you're going to love it. You assess your sucky options, okay? This is what I teach in all my books. You probably heard it before if you followed me for a while. You assess your sucky... Look, if they didn't all suck, you'd have a good option and you wouldn't be asking this question, right? So this is only for those who have just sucky options. And really, that's kind of where I was 21 years ago. I felt like I had something to say, but going down that path would just totally suck, okay? So... If I had the yellow brick road, oh man, I would have just gone down the yellow brick road and no questions asked. But if you don't have a yellow brick road and your options all kind of leave you cold or worse, they all suck. Give yourself a deadline, three or four days. Assess, evaluate, and rate your sucky options. By the end of the deadline, three or four days, choose the least sucky two or three, not just one, two or three sucky paths, the least sucky. Okay, They suck less than the other ones suck and go down those paths. What you need is to get out in the world. And if you're waiting for the yellow brick road, it never shows up. And so much as you might like to wait for easy street or wait for yellow brick road or wait, you will wait forever. So Have your dreams. Know what areas of your life you want transformed. Relationships, health, healing, abundance, creative fulfillment. Assess your sucky options for each of those. And then go down those paths. Go down multiple. So I went down the the professional speaking path and I was so terrified and pretty confident it was not going to pan out. I was writing as well. I started writing as Mike, not very popular, but those turned into notes from the universe. I became a webmaster. I learned affiliate marketing. I printed up t-shirts, more t-shirts. And I tried out a number of things. And now you're going down multiple paths concurrently, each taking pressure off the other. Thank goodness, I don't have to do that all alone. Just that. And and then there's a a more of a lightness about you. And what you're going to find out, th- there's no right path. And you'll feel sadness for the person who's looking for the right path when they're all flipping amazing. There's no bad path with the right attitude. So don't don't think I'm going to go down this sucky path and my assignment is to learn to love it. No, it sucks. Get the hell out of there as fast as you can. But you're going to free yourself from sucky options by being your best down those corridors. Even if it's a job you hate, I advocate keep it until you have something better. And go there early. Stay there late. Say yes. Be a good sport. Everyone's going to want some of that. Your managers will hire you away. There'll be lateral or horizontal promotions. You'll be pulled into a new department. A customer will walk in and say, I want you on my team. Be the best You can be wherever you are, including going down sucky paths. And as the universe presses to you, your heartfelt dreams and desires for transformation, now that you're out there, there will be serendipities, coincidences, happy accidents that will set you free. And one day you will wake up like I did and you'll be on the yellow brick road. And you're going to be like, how did I ever get here? Going down sucky paths when nothing was working, everything seemed to be at a standstill. And you will wonder, you will wonder at the magic and you will not have a clear answer just like I don't have a clear answer other than you had a vision and you showed up even down paths that seemed less than ideal and perhaps were anything but easy. Just get out and dance. It's such a beautiful world and people are so awesome and there's love everywhere, opportunity everywhere, especially if you're a dreamer. Gumbo Fellow Adventures, happy Friday, happy April Fool's Day. I couldn't think of any tricks to play on you, so I'm just going to wish you the best one ever. Uh, it's time for a spiritual tune-up, and I'm going to do something I've never done before. That is... So many great questions are coming in. Um, I have decided to pull out about a dozen of them, and I'm going to just rattle through really short answers, okay? That's something that... Um, Um, I'm not uh, proficient at. I'm going to try to keep it really short and it'll be the same amount of time as always. First question is a doozy. Mike, you speak of no violence against violence. Of course, and I understand that. But what if when Hitler was killing the Jews, America did not enter the fray and bring about the end of World War II? Um, What about when the United States was attack, attacked, at Pearl Harbor. And then the United States regretfully, unfortunately dropped a bomb, which perhaps while killing many prevented even further lives from ending. Um, oh my gosh, we see this play out through history. Even Abraham Lincoln, the guy brought on a civil war in the United States, but we hail him as perhaps the greatest president of our nation. Uh, yet he started a war, man. He, he started the bloodiest war of the entire uh, history of the United States. So what about violence on violence? And isn't there a place for it? I told you this is a good question, right? Okay, well, th- there's there's an attempt here to kind of pluck elements from the soup and wonder if it would have turned out the same anyway. Let me tell you where we're at we are living in primitive times. Today, these are really primitive times. Most people don't see the love and the beauty that's absolutely everywhere. Uh, Most people think life is happening to them. Most people think God's an angry white dude. All right. So these are really primitive times. And 20 years ago, 50 years ago, 150 years ago, it was even much worse. People were steeped, steeped in ignorance and steeped in fear. And when you have Fear running rampant in the globe or in a nation or in a city or in a household, Um, it will bring to the surface leaders um, that are driven by fear, leaders that are reflective of their population. This is not to say that every leader um, is supported and believed in by their population. This is not to blame populations for their leaders. Blame is not a word that even functions in spiritual conversations. There's no blame, we're all creators. Most of our creations have been um, unintended heretofore. Uh, We've been oblivious to our power, but yet in primitive times, you have primitive leaders who make primitive decisions. Okay. And you can't just say, well, what if um, we, we got rid of that leader? Uh, could we have seen uh, happier times? What if we didn't respond with force? The whole immersion and arrival of these fear leaders in a fearful society was one manifestation of the planet at the time. And you can't just say, well, what if we didn't bomb? Or what if we didn't start the Civil War. It it breaks the whole model. You're playing a hypothetical what-if game with what-if variables that cannot be extracted from the soup. Um, still, violence is never okay. And when the population embraces that, there will be an end to war and there'll be an end to hostilities. Does that mean now it's okay to use violence uh, against the aggression in the Ukraine? No, it's not okay. It will never be okay. But you're not gonna be able to stop uh, what the mass collective energies are brewing and creating single-handedly. You can find peace in your own heart and it will be contagious and eventually it will spread across the land, but you cannot play these what if games by theoretically pulling one element out of the hat and saying, well, now does it work? Now is this what you wanted? And it's like, it just doesn't work. Circumstances and events and, e- and wars are the accumulation of massive fear over a long period of time by everyone involved, the victim, the aggressor, and now they've got this manifestation and you can't dissect it the way this question wants to dissect it. But the bottom line will always be violence never works. Violence is never okay. Come what may, never, never. What if, let me hypothetically say, Abraham Lincoln had chosen the way of Gandhi? What if there were peaceful marches throughout the North that went right into the South? Do you think that today there would still be slavery in the United States? I, I celebrate that the... The abomination of slavery was finally eradicated um, to to the degree that we know it. And today it still persists in other realms. Um, but um, I challenge the notion that starting a civil war was the best and highest way to deal with it. All right. Well, that could have been the whole spiritual tune-up for the day, but let me blast through these other ones. Mike, I wonder what influence the media has on the collective consciousness. For instance, movies that show aliens attacking our world or the idea that we will use all our resources up and have to inhabit another planet. And further, how can we, as people not of the media, transform the negative illusions the media provokes? You're absolutely right. The media can, can add to this whirlwind, this circular energy that does create and perpetuate and bring about a manifestation. But more than that, the media is a mirror of what the population is thinking and the media is not the spark the media is not the prime mover the media just kind of you know um just in a in a third hand way adds to the energy of fear but it is not the fear creator and because we're so much more inclined to thrive to be happy to be abundant to be peaceful to live in harmony and to cooperate the the, the fritterings and the noise of the media is not something to be afraid of okay we're going to we're going to blast on into greater uh, horizons and the media will reflect that as well but it'll always be third fourth fifth rung um, bleacher seats. So do not worry about the media. The media more than anything is a mirror of what we're doing and thinking and saying and fearing. Mike, how do you discover what your dreams are? What if you don't know what your dreams are? Okay. Here is one of the biggest challenges when it comes to dreams and, and looking for a path forward. We confuse our desired end results, which everyone knows what they want. Everyone with how we're gonna get there We confuse our dreams with how we're gonna get there and we so confuse our dreams that we don't even think of them anymore And we claim to not know what we want you want happiness You want to love and be loved you want health and harmony you want vitality you want? Rejuvenation you want friends and laughter you want adventure Everybody wants that and nobody can deny that. That's your dream. What's my dream? How do I know what my dream is? Joy, adventure, friends, laughter. That's your dream. But you turned that into an equation thanks to a society in primitive times that said you better figure out how you're gonna do that. Are you gonna be a butcher, baker, candlestick maker? Are you gonna be a rocket scientist? Are you gonna be an entrepreneur? Are you gonna write a book? Are you gonna whatever, whatever? And so all of a sudden, We've taken this most simple of concepts, what we all want is more joy and turned it into, but how am I going to get there? How am I going to get, what's my dream? Your dream is joy. But you turned it into, but how am I going to get there? And we become so desensitized with what our priorities are because we're so embroiled in the how we're going to get there. That's why I call them the cursed hows because they blind us to other possibilities. And then we attach to one to the exclusion of an infinite number of other choices. And we get bogged down. We get blocked. We are afraid. And it's tricky. So realize you know what you want. And you don't have to dress it up any more than just saying joy, unlimited joy, happy tears, happy dancing. And then what you do is you show up, show up, go out into the world. Don't look for the yellow brick road. As I've been saying the last few spiritual tune-ups, even if it's the sucky path, hell, you're out in paradise. You're meeting people behind whose eyes God dwells. So just go and love, love them the barista, go love the bus driver, go be happy in this paradise, knowing that you want more joy. And as you do the best you can to move in the direction of your style of joy, your flavor of adventures, you will be led to a yellow brick road. I started out writing notes from the universe. They were actually notes from Mike. This was not the life of my dreams. It was just a standby until I figured out my life. And it blossomed into the life of my dreams because I had a dream of wealth and abundance, friends and laughter, um, international travel, creative, fulfilling work. That's what you want, right? That's what we all, because I had that dream and I did the best I could with what I had going down sucky paths, I got the dream in ways I never could have defined. And the same will happen for you as it's happened for everyone else. Uh, ba bum, bum. How do I manifest my dream job? Same tangent. Do anything. Rarely do you start out on the road you finish. Okay. You start out on the dusty dirt path it leads to the diamond mind. As I've said many times, hi, Mike. It seems I always find myself in a loop or a rut. I get stuck in with abundance and prosperity. It happens every year. I want to change this. I don't blame you. Here's what I would suggest, and it may seem pretty obvious you know stop doing the same things, and that means probably stop picking a dream, getting excited about picking a how, probably getting excited about it, and then you kind of you know run towards it until you're just exhausted, and then you realize the money's not here yet, and you feel like you're starting over and you're uh, self sabotaging and you wonder why this loops around so Stop being so single-minded as you dabble with potential hows. There's always going to be a pathway. You still have to choose pathways. Just don't limit other pathways. Don't say this is the one pathway because the universe loves me. Uh, Then you exclude all others. So to avoid ruts and loops, diversify. Try out this because it might be how your dream comes true. And this is another how your dream might come true. And this is another how, but we're not going to attach to any of them while we do our best at all of them. Don't, don't dilute your energies. Don't spread yourself too thin, but have several different things going, maybe in the same vein, the same corridor. I wrote and I speak and I had a web, web business going on within the realm of metaphysics and new thought. So you can be in the same vicinity, but trying out different things so that when one burns out or you get burned out, you've got other pans in the fire, so to speak. Mike, if cancer and other illnesses are caused by being stuck in our own thinking, why do dogs and other animals suffer with cancer? Okay, there's not one answer for this, Um, but typically the animal world, the plant world, uh, Mother Nature herself, in many ways suffers from the confusion of humanity okay. in, in a way that I is hard to describe um, it's as, almost as if human beings on planet Earth are the prime movers, and their thoughts move them and I'm not saying all, all other life forms are less they're not less there are many more on earth that are far more advanced than ours, but begin. Because of our faculty and our thoughts becoming things, our forward and rear view abilities of seeing ourselves, we are more of the prime mover. And just as we suffer cancer from confusion in our own minds, when there's confusion in the minds of humanity or in a household, the animals can suffer. And please don't put yourself on a guilt trip right here because I've done my best with dogs I adore, and they've had tumors and severe arthritis at a very young age and other ailments. And to one degree or another, I I have no doubt that it was my confusion um, that brought on their ailments. That does not mean every animal in your household with an ailment, it's because of you. Not at all. But typically, when nature suffers, even right down to our fur babies, it stems from confusion in the human world in the human locality, maybe even in the human household that they reside. Mike, how can I let go of deep-rooted thinking of self-hate, being victimized, or always being the victim, or the second or third option in relationships, and therefore not thinking I'm good enough? Stop looking at yourself through the eyes of others. Easier said than done. But here's a little exercise. Start making a list mentally or physically of the things you like about yourself. Something I like about you already is that you have this ability to kind of stand back and ask a question that presumes an answer and you will be on your way. You're a thinker, you're a reflector, you're a self reflector and you've got other amazing traits and qualities as well. Your, your, your kindness, that twinkle in your eye, focus on one little thing at a time that you like about yourself celebrate that little thing. When you look in the mirror, look for something that you like. Again, the spark in your eye. Always smile when you look in the mirror. Okay, everybody always smile. If you look in the mirror like, "Oh man, there I am again." You're not going to you're not going to be inspired, okay? So start focusing maybe with a gratitude journal on what you like and love about yourself, your temperament, your personalities, your inquisitive nature, your brilliance, your optimism, your quest for answers, I love you already. Mike, I'm retired after owning my own school for three decades, ready to relax and have fun in my retirement, but need the money to do so. How do I manifest this without the desire to work? Is it possible to win the lottery through manifestation? Oh yes, it's possible to win the lottery through manifestation. That's how every lottery winner did it. That doesn't mean go crazy and gambling. One lottery ticket a week should suffice, but knock on other doors and I challenge you. You you have a nice phrase here. You're ready to relax and have fun. Oh, would it be impossible to do that through adventure? Some people relax through an adventure. Would it be possible to do, relax and have fun through the adventure of launching your own business? Wow! or working for a really cool team out there? There's a lot of ways you can move towards abundance without thinking that it's gotta be blood, sweat and tears. I challenge you to redefine your paradigms and to see the adventure of life in all of its shades as one that is conducive to relaxation, fun and abundance and get the lottery ticket every week. Mike, how can I be more decisive with my manifestations without trying to control the journey? Be decisive on the destinations. Be open to the hows. Okay, And again, this goes back to the earlier question. This goes back to the forbidden fruit. This goes back to reacting to the world, thinking it's happening to us. Settle on the dream, joy, happiness, adventure, love. That's where you're decisive. You don't have to dress it up any more than that. You don't have to be, oh, I want abundance through my writing. No, you just want abundance. You just want joy. You just want travel partners. That's all. Attach to those destinations. And then show up, show up, diversify, diversify, as we've been talking about. I'm going to knock these questions out. I'm a few minutes over. Mike, I enjoy the affirmation adventure. I wanted to check out the book you recommended, Ramtha, the white book, but I feel indecisive because I have read that Ramtha and Jay-Z Knight, the channel of Ramtha, have said a lot of nasty things to questioners whose question they didn't like and do crazy things out in Yelm, Washington the art is not the artist. Okay. You might like a really great song, but the person who wrote it might not be somebody you like at all. And you might delve into some channeled material that just lights you up, but that doesn't mean you have to agree with everything else. The person has said elsewhere. I can tell you, in my view, the white book Ramtha by Ramtha, Channeled by Jay-Z Knight is one of the most electrifying, exciting, joy-filled books I have ever laid my eyes on. I could not more highly recommend it. I don't know anything about Jay-Z Knight. I don't know anything about their School of Enlightenment other than little bits I've seen in the press, Um, but that doesn't taint what is otherwise magnificent. Trust yourself. If this sounds like it might be good for you, check out the white book alone. And if at any point in that white book, Ram the title is Ramtha Written by Ramtha it turns you off slam it shut chuck it in the fireplace. It's okay. Okay, but trust yourself We know the truth when we read it when we're exposed to it and that doesn't mean we have to support all else that brought it to fruition Mike, I don't see anything when I visualize so it's actually me just having thoughts is this unusual is there some technique? I should or could be using it's very normal. I would guesstimate 10% of my audiences say when they close their eyes, it's just darkness. They see nothing. They have no idea what I'm talking about. When I say, imagine this, imagine that. It's totally normal. Here's the technique to work around it. You can still close your eyes and feign joy. Like, whoa, I'm so happy. Oh my God, high five. Oh, knuckle to knuckle. Oh, I love you so much. I, I, I hear congratulations. I'm... Um, being celebrated. I, if you can go into a visualization session for three or four minutes, even one minute with a timer and just exude joy, you don't have to say why. The only way that joy is going to be made manifest is if there's reasons, circumstances, and people showing up. The universe handles all of that. If you can just feel joy in any way uh, for any cause or no cause at all, you're going you're gonna to hit a home run. You're going to be further along than if you could see you know, the bells and the whistles. A few more. How does, it, how does one let go of events that happened in the past, limiting beliefs or anything else that you might not even be aware of that is preventing you from moving forward? What are the practical hows of doing this? You often hear about letting go of what no longer serves you. How does one actually do this? Boy, that sounds like a lot of work, okay? You got to go look for what's invisible and you don't even know you have it. I am in the same boat as you. I don't know how to do that, but I know how to do this. I know how to start focusing on what I want. I know how to take baby steps in that general vicinity. I know how to diversify and not attach to any one pathway. And that's all you got to do. And then the distractions, the bad memories, the ick, The invisible limiting beliefs, they all get relegated, as I have shared before, to distant memory of your mind or they disappear entirely and you never had to figure out what that invisible limiting belief was. You can succeed and thrive in spite of any amount of baggage, but just stop focusing on the baggage and trying to get rid of it because that just locks you in tight with it. Focus on the dream. Focus on the joy. Take baby steps from this day forward, baby. That's what matters, not from this day backward. And as you move forward, your manifestations will start showing up very slowly. It'll seem like nothing's happening. You'll start cursing me and everyone else. And then one day you'll wake up on the yellow brick road and those lions and tigers and bears are going to be eating your dust, okay? Mike, what is your definition of God for a person? Given that you, Mike, are a person who does not rely or believe in the Bible true 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 spirituality religion needs spirituality religion needs spirituality spirituality does not need religion that's my view um, how do I put into words what I think God is words utterly fail as we said just the other day there's no way I can do that but if I had to come as close as possible I would say God is intelligence mind mind mind-boggling intelligence god is love mind-boggling love nothing resembling human love which is almost always conditioned love 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 um god is the sum of everything me and you and every mote of dust and grain of sand and Um, space debris, and every planet, and every thought, and every, every, every... God is the sum of everything. We're all one. There's only God. Words fail. And the last one, what is our life purpose? To live it joyfully. To live it joyfully. Whatever that means for you. And if you don't know, just show up, okay? Uh, Given your inclination to succeed and the bastion of order and perfection you live in, you will find joy. Well, there you have it. One more week's worth of spiritual tune-ups. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed what you just saw or heard, please share with a friend, Uh, thumbs up, like, follow, whatever may be the case on the platform you're now experiencing this. If you want more inspiration every single day, I send out a note from the universe. Right now, it's going out to a million people. We'd love to add you to that list. Enjoy. Thoughts become things. See you next time.